BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back to Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. That's what we like. Welcome back. You are listening. You are tuned in. If you're listening to the show, you're tuned in. Bottom line. You are tuned into the Bachelor lifestyle. Of course, from the ballerlifestyle.com, where we also do the baller lifestyle. This is our Bachelor-specific show. My name is Brian Beckner. We recap everything that's ha- that happens every week. We give you predictions. We don't traffic in spoilers. My predictions are about to come true. Anybody that's been paying attention to this show knows I called this shit mid-season. I told you what was going to happen exactly, and it's going to happen. I do this show every week with my good friend Jason Stewart. He joins us now. Jason, how are you, my friend? Hello, everybody. Yeah, Hello there. Yeah. Now, uh, welcome to the, um, it's the show that is often called the Great White Shark in a Sea of Bachelor Podcasts. It's been called that quite a bit. By who, who calls it that, Jason? People. People. And That's right. The reason why is because it has teeth. It has teeth. Um, you know, we don't. We don't have. We don't cater to anybody. We're not no. into any relationship, any financial entanglement. No, nope. tell it like it is, and we do our own thing. Yeah, and the audience loves that. They, they do. really do. Um, I hear from y'all every week. Many I'm, I, so, personally, I'm inundated with tweets, yep. DMs, Facebook Messenger. BBM, Telegram, Ship to Shore, Morse Code, Prison Kite. I mean, the one thing you, you, you've yet to mention is... Message uh, in a bottle? Person to person, walking down the street. Oh, I get that all the time. Being stopped. Yeah. I get that People, people stop me on the street because, you know, here in Southern California, we're often walking down the street. So yeah, we yeah. get stopped in the street often. We get stopped at Starbucks and people are like, hey, love the show. It's it's your show is a great white in a sea of guppies. A lot okay. of them. Yes. A lot of the app tweets that we get at tweets that yep. are most um, amusing are when people 
a lot of people, a lot of different people at tweet us the yes. uh, the gif of the shark, the great white shark yeah, opening do. his mouth. They do. They do. Yeah. Um, or, the, or the emoji. Yeah. The shark emoji. So um, what, where did we leave off? So we left off last time. At the end. Um, we, we complained that they, the Bachelorette has asked so much of us and our time, you know, last week, four hours t- to not have a resolution. These people are disgusting. Now we're doing two more weeks. We got it. We had an episode this week. We got an episode next week, even though it's basically wrapped up. I, I thought it was funny this time around that like at nine fifty five, uh, Jesse's like, you know, we actually had to get permission from the network to go over. This is not something that we're supposed to be doing. But there's just so much that we need to get to tonight that we we're going over ten o'clock. So at at ten twelve, um, the Bachelorette ended, which, according to Jesse Palmer, is not usual, and they need to ask for time. Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's kind of like the Oscars or this Howard Stern uh, radio show that just goes until it ends. The Bachelorette just went until it ended. But um, so what we had to do is we had to loosen up some or uh, tie up some loose ends. Yeah, we had to tie up some loose ends from last week where they showed the rose ceremony between three guys. There is Zach, there is Tino, and there is Avon on Rachel's side. Gabby didn't have a rose ceremony because... There's only one guy that is even entertaining the uh, chance to be with her long term. So there's no need for a rose ceremony. Yeah. So, but this week opens in, in front of a live studio audience, which is always strange. Um, yep. Jesse brings both of them out. Um, Christina points out that uh, Rachel's wearing a, a Kim Kardashian kind of form fitting single. Um, I don't know what you call those things. Pullover dresses. Oh yeah, like a club MTV dress. Not like, to date uh, yeah. myself too much. Um, she's and she's looking. She's looking particularly good. Yeah. Um, and then they sit down on the couch and they're like, "All right, we're gonna watch the end of this." And then each time a dude is is you know voted off, we're gonna bring him on the couch and we're like, "Okay." So um, they go to tape in Mexico rose ceremony. Last week ends with Zach pulling Rachel aside before she could even give away a rose and humiliate him on national TV. Zach pulls her aside to save face, to save his dignity, and basically tells her that this obviously isn't going to work out. I'm obviously not going to get a rose. And he proceeds to kind of dig in a little bit. He's like, I didn't appreciate the way that you treated me in the overnights. He said, I don't think I was getting the real Rachel. I think I was getting the bachelorette Rachel, Yeah, um, which cuts deep. You yeah, know? He, sa- he said a bunch of things that were true. Absolutely he, true. All he said um, were things that were true to him. He got gaslit, gaslit, gaslighted at the end. He got, he was played for a fool. He responded in a way that was completely on the level in no way. Was he an asshole about it? He just said, I think this sucks. Here's what you did to me. I didn't like it. 
Yeah, and she's taken aback by his candor. She, I think she knows deep down that it's true, but it's true. You know, but one thing Rachel has been very consistent with the entire season is if things are going to end, it's going to be on her terms. So she, she hates that he's the one doing the breaking up here. And she gets a little put off that she, that he's calling her character out and basically calling her a phony. Um, and I like that he got in these digs and he's basically, I'm going to leave now. And he sure. gets into, in, into the SUV. Yep. Now, my my line was he got into the SUV, and since it's in Mexico, it just took him over to the uh, the Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, we discussed site. that. Yeah, but I think you sent me an article, and, and you know Beckner, he kind of violated our our personal rule. <laughs> no. We don't traffic in in side news. We don't we don't oh, kind on. of traffic in social media. Hold you on, sent me on. an article about hold him. What did it hold say? On. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't traffic in spoilers. He had already left right. the show. So nothing is getting spoiled. But it's it's been reported that in the in the bachelor effort to just get even more completely dull and boring <laughs> and uninteresting every season, rather than bring on an actual alpha, they have once again chosen to give us the most jilted person from the previous season, the most hurt guy, Zach as the new bachelor who, who could not be excited about bachelor Zach. He comes from a privileged orange County family and as a famous uncle. Um, you remember when bachelor tried to be woke, you know, in the wake of, George Floyd and whatnot, they really tried to even up the scales and cast more people of color and and everything else. And they really tried in a very half-assed way to make up for 20-plus seasons of being a uh, white show for white housewives. And, uh, yeah, that whole woke thing lasted like two seasons. It was like Matt, Tasha, and now we can go back to casting – very boring yeah. square white yeah. guys. Um, I have almost zero interest in seeing if Zach finds love, but who we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it. Um, and who and what? What woman out there is like? Oh my god! I can't wait to get on the show to possibly get married to Zach. Ugh, he's just. He's and, and I think he's a he's a really good guy. He probably sure. makes a good living. Plays he tennis. comes from a good family. See the tennis one? He's so boring. Yeah. He's so he's just he's so dull. uninteresting. He's dull. He's a white like guy. I, he's a white guy from Anaheim Hills. End of yeah, story. They're they I think they took a ratings uh bite the last couple of years and they gotta go back to what works with uh Midwest Housewives. Yeah. And it's it's a, a kid from Anaheim Hills with a deep voice and does almost nothing that's interesting. Now um so he leaves, right? And just to sum up that whole exchange, Rachel Rachel pulled uh, the gaslighting maneuver by by basically during the overnights, after she agreed to stay overnight with him, she spends the overnight uh, telling him that he's not ready. You know, he, she puts it on him. You're, you're too young. You're not ready. And it just totally confused him. He was traumatized. You could tell, like, 
we've watched enough of these shows to know what are sincere tears and trauma and what is just like pointing it up for the cameras. This guy seemed to be uh, le- legitimately heartbroken. And that's that's never I easy mean, to see. Yeah, he was crying like a bitch. Like, I was like, I don't think I could do what he's doing where his eyes are all red. He's in the back of the thing. You know, I was like, Ooh, this is, this is embarrassing. Like, even if I was really hurt, you're not going to, especially if I was really hurt, you're not going to be, see me crying to the camera. I'm a man. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm like, yeah, on my, yeah. On my reality show, when I went on blind date and my date (laughs) at the end was, uh, was overheard saying, um, Jason's an idiot. Yes. He's I'm disgusting. never going to go on a second date with him. Yes. You, you didn't see me bawling my, no. my oh, eyes out, no. you know? I mean, just like a man. I think we know who won that date, Jason. <laughs> I, to, I think so too. To, 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 to splashes in West Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, so that kind of she goes back to the two men uh Tino and Avon yeah. yeah and they have to go through the motions she gives them each a rose which yep. means they're both going to meet her parents yeah but then she kind of uh she kind of shits on Zach on the way out she's like i don't want to um speak any ill yes. will of anybody yes. but but she but you know have my character questioned i just don't appreciate that um he had every right to call you out and yes. i think she looks really bad in that moment she does and this is this is bullshit because she basically does exactly what uh what clayton, clayton does did last season where she's like hey yeah you know you shouldn't have um you shouldn't have thought we're gonna be together she, she's like i needed to know i needed to know by that last night, right? I needed to figure it out on that last night on the overnight, and it was awkward. Get clarity, and, yeah. I was looking get, for the clarity I get needed. Clarity, yeah. and that's bullshit. She knew going in yes. that he was the odd man out. She knew that. She didn't tell him. And then when he said, "Hey, you could have told me. You couldn't. You kind of led me on." She's like, "Oh, I don't want to speak ill will of this guy, but he's a fucking asshole." The difference is now this season, instead of. The the gaslighter having to apologize to the contestant, we get the opposite where Zach wanting to be the next bachelor shows up at the fucking rose ceremony or in the finale and is like, hey, I'm really sorry with the way things played out. He did nothing wrong. That's exactly what I was thinking and yes. saying to Christina at this time. So the man did nothing wrong. He goes into politician mode and he's the one who apologizes to her even though he was abused and she should have been apologizing to him, which she didn't. She kind of apologized for some miscommunication, but she did not. She should have owned it. Um, he he did. He went into, I'm the next bachelor. I'm going to put on the, the uh, you know, the diplomatic face and take this one. And I hated that. In that moment, I can stand that he left her off the hook. Um, and it sucks. And by the way, she said it again to him on the couch. You know, I, I know that night was confusing, but I was looking for clarity and I just didn't get there. It's like on this show, people use the word clarity to get out of explaining any situation. It's like if I get pulled over for going 95 and a 65 and the cops like, did you know how fast you were going? And I would be like, yeah, but I was kind of, I was just seeking clarity. And right, at that moment, right. he's, oh, 
if you if you're seeking clarity, then anything goes. Like anything in the world is is excusable as right. long as you're seeking clarity. Right. Um, and look, so that was bullshit. And it and it and it's not okay to play with the emotions of young women, but it is okay to play with the emotions of young men. Yeah, I think uh, when they brought OJ in to be uh, questioned for the first time after yeah. he butchered Ron yeah. and Nicole, I think he told those cops at the time that he was just seeking clarity. He went to Dorothy to seek clarity, yeah. and and they uh, they let him go, and then he what? did the <laughs> white Bronco thing. And then they, but then his, you know, they also had to ask his limo driver because his limo driver came said he came out sweaty and he was late and he was he was. <laughs> He was, you know, there's no, there weren't cell phones back then. So he was hitting the intercom and nobody was answering. And then OJ finally answered and he was out of breath. And then his limo driver's like, okay, come on, we're ready to go. I'll take you to the airport. What was his limo driver's name again, Jason? His limo driver's name was Alan Park. A that's limo right. driver that's named Park. Park, yes. Alan Driveway. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're digressing. What? So what else happened? All right, so um, back to Mexico and Rachel's parents. Now, we've, we, we all know Rachel's parents. There's Tony, her dad, Tony, Big Tony, hashtag Big Tony. He was formerly mobbed up, former bone crusher. Uh, they moved down to uh, Florida yeah. uh, to escape the feds. It's where they go. I've seen, I've seen my blue uh, heaven. Yeah. Now, this is all speculation, but I'm pretty certain. And, um, and by the way, uh, mom's... Moms did a lot of smoking in her day. Yeah, and, you know if, yeah. if if you have if you have daughters or anybody that's thinking about smoking, yeah, you should show them the footage of this episode and what mm-hmm. Rachel's mom's mouth looks like. Yeah, I think yes. this that'll deter anybody from smoking. Uh, also, um, swing by your local play it against sports and find like a, a nineteen seventy one <laughs> Rawlings catcher's mitt. And put a little yep. lipstick on it. Oh, oh man, yep. it's a tough one. So, yep. um, and by the way, the, the common theme of this Mexico portion of the Bachelorette, everyone sweats um, because she brings Avon in, and these sweat rings underneath yeah. the armpits just unacceptable for a broadcast <sighs> yeah. television. Yeah, it's Florida. Um, like, here's here's what you do here, and this is Jason. You're a producer. Here's it's Mexico, do. by the way. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They're not to Florida yet. Here's what you do. <laughs> Bring a couple shirts. Have a have a backup shirt. Have yeah. have four of the same shirt. And every time he starts to get a little sweaty, you stop for a second. You you dab him off and you you put a new shirt on. The thing is, and we've talked about this before with the drinks. They have a drink. And then you look two seconds later and the ice is all melted. The drink looks like shit. Cause you know, it takes many hours to shoot these things. You think it's a 20 minute meeting. Refresh the drinks. Just have somebody there to refresh the drinks and fucking dab the pits and dab the face. They do it on real shows. Do it on this. It's just as easy. The reason why it was such an eyesore on this kid. I mean, he, He's a good-looking black guy. Yeah. Like he's yeah. he's very easy to look at. Handsome. And you know, the armpit rings were just too bad. But anyways, Rachel decides to dress up in um in her uh best service worker at a resort outfit. You know the uh 
You know, the man oh, or woman yeah. that comes yeah. around and asks if yeah. they the could get you towels for your beach chair. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's what that. Rachel's that dressed good. in a red one of those. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Um, Big Tony, you know, the whole thing with Big Tony is since he's mobbed up, he asks tough questions and he, he might kill you if, if you answer wrong. That's right. And he didn't live up to that. He didn't live up to hashtag Big Tony. Well, he was yeah. pretty soft. I mean, he kind of... I was just looking at the look on his face when Avon walked in and it wasn't, it, it wasn't all smiles, Jason. And then I do kind of like what Avon did where he's like, Oh, by the way, I brought you something. Here's something big and Brown that you can put in your mouth. Oh gosh. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> Here's a single cigar yes. that I got at the liquor store down the street. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Um, now, um, the real drama happens. You know, Avon sits down with Tony. Tony thinks he's fine. Yep. Rachel's t- Rachel basically told the family, this is the guy that I'm most safe with. Whenever I was experienced any kind of uh, drama, he was the one I thought of to go to. And they're like, wow, that's, that's a great compliment. And, and Rachel has nothing but great things to say about this kid. So... When when he walked in, everyone kind of embraced him, and then Avon sat down with Rachel's gay male friend and a lady friend. Okay, yeah. yep. And they start asking him about, "Are you ready to be engaged next week?" You know, because next week is when you're supposed to be proposed on this show. And he starts hemming and hawing. Yeah, but then he says like some pretty rational things, like, "Look." If I'm going to propose to somebody, it's the last time I'm going to do it, and I want to make sure it's for real. I want to make sure that both of us are in love before we do it, and I don't think I'm there yet, okay? That's a common theme on this show, by the way. And they're, But her friends, knowing Rachel, are like, wait a minute. Have you told her this? Yeah. Be- because yeah. I think that might be a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's, what, that's what her gay friend says. And uh, and he's like, well, I haven't told her yet, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm ready to get engaged in life. I'm just, I don't know if I'm ready to be engaged next week. Okay. So a perfectly normal thing to say about someone you've known for three weeks and spent a total of two and a half hours with. Uh, And and he even is quick to say, look, you're my future. I see, I see a future with you and I see kids and stuff. I just don't know if next week is the, is when I want to get engaged now. Yeah, he's like, let's go check out where you live. Let's go check out where I live. Let's hang out a little bit. There are two. Yeah, go. There are two opposing opinions on this. And it's really funny this week. I heard heard, uh, Christina's perspective. And then you met, you know, John Ramos from the. uh, Who doesn't? The the Gottlieb show. Yes, of course. His. His teenage daughter said what my girlfriend had said independently of one another. And it's it was they made this point because you're thinking, of course, Avon makes a lot of sense. Like, who is ready to be engaged at this point when he says he'd like to see each other outside the show for a while before they get engaged? That's a perfectly reasonable thing to say. But what these two ladies said was. An engagement isn't your that isn't a commitment for life. An engagement isn't a marriage. Like, what's wrong with getting engaged, putting this big old massive expensive ring on her finger from Neil and Lane. then yeah. start dating. So that is a, that is a great point. 
Shout out to John Ramos, big fan. That is a great point. And that is a, that is a good way to highlight that this show thinks we're stupid and they're fucking with us. They're, they're looking for a way to get Rachel out of the Avon situation without Avon being the jilted one, because look, Zach already got jilted (laughs) and, but, but they, but they make Zach tuck his nuts between his legs and come down the hill from Anaheim Hills where it's so fucking hot and get on the 91 freeway and head out to ABC Burbank or wherever they shoot this and say, Hey, I'm sorry for what you did to me. They can't have two guys do that. Just like then they'd have to have two bachelors like they did last season. So they got, they got the other guy to go. They get the producer to go, Hey, come on. Like seriously engaged. Are you kidding? Like she's not picking you anyway. Why, why are you going to, why are you going to go out like a chump and tell her you're (laughs) going to get engaged? So he goes, yeah, right. Like, I know I'm not getting picked. So, you know, I'm going to play it like I'm a normal person. And that's, that's how, you know, they're full of shit because John Ramos's daughter and your lovely girlfriend, Christina are both correct in the sense that who gives a fuck? You're not really engaged. You just get the Neil Lang ring and you go on the fucking good morning America and dancing with the stars. And three months later, it's over. No big deal. But they, but they got to get rid of Avon. Avon's a problem. And they, yep. they can't have him be the one to get his feelings hurt. So they got to make him look like kind of an asshole by having a completely normal human reaction to the situation. Exactly right. So Rachel comes back into the uh, place and sits down with her friends. And her friends completely blindside her with this information. Um, they're like, Rachel, he says he's not ready to be engaged next week. And she's just shocked. And yeah. she says, she says a line that I pretty much think like sums up Rachel. She says, I'm not coming out of here, not engaged. Yeah. In, in other words, being engaged to somebody is much more that more important than being engaged to the right person. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the show, I need to be engaged. And if you're not on board, if you don't want to fit the show's timeline, you're done. You're an asshole. Um, so he, she goes outside as they're walking each other out. And she confronts him. And he basically repeats what we've already said. Look, Rachel, I'm not saying that I want this to end. I, I'm saying I want you to be with me forever. And I want to have kids and everything. But I just... I don't know if I'm there to do it uh, next week. And she's like, you told me in the fantasy suite that you did. And I think everybody in the audience, check that, every male person in the audience was saying, of course he told you that in a fantasy suite with a huge erection. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he told me that. Yeah. With a huge erection. With a huge erection, it's I'm definitely proposing to you um, at the end of the show, now, do we know he in, said in that? The, is there is in that? the re, in the refractory period? Sure. It's, maybe we should take a step back. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Hey, people so change like, their minds. <laughs> so, but but no, I think he did Bust eventually. Nuts is the great equalizer. It's like if you ever if you're ever having an idea of something you want to do, 
quickly ejaculate and then give yourself 10 minutes and see if you still want to do it and then do it. If Correct. not, don't. It's a, it's a, you're right. It's a good barometer. Yes. Now, um, so Avon did eventually on the couch, I think, admit that he told her in the fantasy suite something that was a little bit more close to what she thought, that we're going to be engaged at the end of this if 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 he's the one. So um, Avon kind of did the switcheroo, and they argue, and she balls, and they argue, and they leave each other. And so that's kind of left open-ended because she still needs to have Tino meet her family. But first, Gabby. We've almost forgotten about Gabby. Now, Gabby has her, her grandpa. We all know the uh, gramps. He loves the camera. He's horny, yeah. And then her dad and stepmom, and then some aunt, maybe her mom's mom. Because remember, Gabby's mom and her, they had a weird relationship, yeah. and it's ruined her life. No relationship. So, they bring Eric into the room. Um, this is maybe one of the mo- most boring, um, you know, final meetups of family segments of all time. He sits down, says all the right things to the family. Gabby's sitting there saying, yeah, yeah. And then if meeting his family, quote unquote, meant the world. Uh, very boring exchanges with the family members. They seem to like Eric. Um and then Gabby sits down with her aunt and starts talking about the trauma about her mom and her not having a relationship. So for like the eighth time in this season, we get to hear Gabby's story. She starts crying. Her aunt tells her things like, that was not your fault. Don't let that affect this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then Eric and Gabby kiss and say, we'll see you later. And that's basically Gabby's part of this narration totally um back to rachel so tino is the kid from santa clarito santa clarita by yep. way of playa del rey that's right the shack um he is the guy that's been all in on this for the longest time for the last few weeks he's gotten real emotional because he hates the fact that there are other dudes in play uh tino's ready to go tino also has a family who, who raised very legitimate questions about just how could these two people know each other well enough to be engaged? They were healthy. They were healthy. They had healthy speculation about this process. Well, Rachel fucking walks in with her family prior to Tino and is like, Hey, I'm about to introduce you to Tino. Um, things didn't go well with Avon, uh, last yesterday. And, Tino's coming by right now. His family doesn't like me. She just says that matter of factly. His family doesn't like me. And as you and I have discussed, his family's skepticism about this process being a farce yep. has nothing to do with her. Uh, yep. It has to do with the, the process. Again, again, this is a smoke screen. Like I said the whole time, this is how you know Tino's going to win is they they throw up. This bullshit thing. It's just it's just like what the great John Ramos's daughter and Jason's girlfriend, Christina, said. It's if you know it's not a real engagement, if you know it's barely a real relationship, why do you why are you pretending not to like the girl? You don't have to do that. You could just be like, oh, yeah, it's up to him, whatever. But no, 
You get coached into we need a good cop, bad cop situation. Tino's family plays the bad cop. That's how you know Tino's going to win because it doesn't matter. Everyone knows it doesn't matter. So um, so she says to her family, um, yeah, and Tino's family doesn't like me, which is just wrong. And you could tell that her mom probably knows her a little bit, has been around Rachel and her drama. And her mom <laughs> asked a great question. Did they say that or is that just your interpretation of what they said? <laughs> and and that's exactly what it was, her interpretation of them being skeptical. Uh, and that kind of put Rachel in her place. I think that was funny. So um, Tino comes in and he's a fucking mess. He, you know, he's sweating like everybody else, but he's also disheveled. His shirt is uh, wrinkled. He's carrying flowers and he's like, he's got b- bad body language. Um, he's in, in the family's like, yeah, we could tell he's obviously nervous. Yeah, everybody could. Um, and of course, you know, the meeting with uh, hashtag Big Tony, where he's like, heard about hometowns. What happened there? Yeah. Tino has a very reasonable answer. Look, yeah, my parents were skeptical, but. The second that I that I'm engaged with your daughter, they're going to be all on board and they're going to love her. Like once we get back to the real world and we can go to a beach for a day, they're going to love your daughter. They had nothing to do with them. So uh, teen, Tony seemed to accept that. Yeah, they seem like, to get okay, along. No problem. Yeah, because he knows it's yeah. bullshit. He's playing along too, big Tony. I did like how Tony was like, "Hey, uh, so uh, does he build like?" townhouses or skyscrapers because you know he's trying to squeeze in <laughs> his plumbing union so he can get a couple of no-show jobs he's like hey look i'm gonna need i'm gonna need two six-figure jobs and i'll, I'll give you the names and then you just get make sure they get a paycheck every week capiche like oh, I, that's clearly what he was doing who's that's hey, a- hey who's who does the trash over there huh who's who does the hallway i could i got my guys over there they could do the hallway huh let's make this happen <laughs> Yeah, he took interest in Tino's uh, construction work. Yeah, you know, like uh, like Big Pussy took interest in the espionage uh, being built, and yes. you know what what's going yes. on. Like, what yes. were those things that they eventually ripped off? Those massive, like uh, I don't even know what they were, like uh, phone lines or something. Yeah, yeah, like, they, like big rolls of uh, copper. Yeah, copper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you turn those around and get yeah. a thousand bucks a foot yes. for those. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I that's great. I love that yeah, one. So yeah. um so um you know, Tino seems to get the approval from the family. Now, you know, I'm in I'm in production, so maybe I think a different way on this. Um the producers missed out on a real big opportunity here, and it seems like production 101, okay? What the biggest drama with the Avon date was when the gay friend and the other friend asked Avon about the proposal. Avon yeah. did not answer that question well. They also said, why they would also you s- not? Sh- yeah. Why would you not show the gay friend and the other friend asking Tino the exact same question, question? Yes. So that we can compare his answer with Avon's. Well, and also when they met Avon, they're like, on paper, Avon's the guy. This is the one you're going to pick. You should pick Avon. And I'm like, they haven't even met the other guy yet. On paper. <laughs> on yeah. paper. Yeah. I th- on paper just means he's really good looking on paper. Yes. Um, but I really think they missed out on an opportunity to have like a juxtaposition of like, this is how Avon chose to handle it. And this is how Tino did. But they just go on. Um, 
basically, um, you know, um, they they just leave and everybody kind of likes Tino and we're going to see what's going on. But Rachel, like in her uh, voiceover, was like, well, so, um, yeah, so Tino got the nod from the family, which is fine. Um, I need to talk to Avon. So yeah. they have this prearranged, like post-date prior to the proposal arrangement where she shows up in his room and Avon offers her champagne. She declines and says, I need to have a serious talk with you. Um, and at that juncture, Avon was like, all right, here's the deal. This is what I meant to say the other day. And he basically restates the entire thing. <laughs> like, I think Rachel was like uh, prepared to hear something different and then he would come around to saying i actually do want to get engaged in a week but no he, he basically doubled I down too. i thought that he too. basically doubled down he's yeah. like i i'm i'm falling in love with you and i want to continue this after this show and i definitely see myself being engaged with you and, and marrying you and having kids but not it's just not going to happen right now yeah she starts to ball yep uncontrollably yep Tells him that she was blindsided, that he told her something different. Paints herself the as the victim. Suite. Paints herself as the victim. Who no. she's the she's in she's in control of the show. She's kicked everybody off the show that she wanted to kick off the show. She's not the victim here. And also she was never picking Avon. She's always been picking Tino, as I well, predicted. Okay. So that, that that's the point that I want to make here. And I I think I I ask this question to you every single season. Tino, I'm guessing, is the person she picks. I'm guessing they're engaged right now. Reality Steve probably has has all that information. Now, if Tino and Rachel are together now, what's the watchback like? This right. chick is so yeah. upset about losing Avon. But like, that ha- that happens every season when they when they get balls is, deep in the fantasy suites. I, yeah, and yeah. it's just. I, but what pisses me off about the show is. They never follow up with questions for uh, like like next no. week in the after the rose. They're not going to ask Tino like, "What'd you think?" Like a week before you proposed to this woman, she is like heartbroken over some other dude. Like, yes. how do, how does that fuck no, with your head? No, like, this has played out before. Just off the top of my head, there was Andy Dorfman, yes. the lawyer, right? Yes. Who who Nick Vile, everybody's hero, who is Vile, outed. On the on the after the final rose, and he she's he's like, if you didn't love me, how come you made love to me? Disgusting turn <laughs> of phrase. And that guy Josh, his brother played in uh, Georgia. Murray, Murray, yeah, Josh Murray, yep. Josh Murray could never get over it. Similarly, also Nick Vile related. Nick Vile shows up mid season. Yep, Caitlin. Caitlin, the co-host. Yep. Yep. Caitlin, what's her name? Let's Vile get it in, even though he's not the, even though he's not the, uh, he's not even a contestant at that point. She ends up, he ends up going to becoming the runner up again. She picks Sean, whatever his name was, the trainer. Sean (laughs) could never get over it. I, yeah. I, God is my witness. That's what happened. And eventually they break up. It's this, it, this happens every season. Like the people look back and they go, Oh no, you liked that guy. You know, like it's, it would be a hard thing to get over for anyone. 
Yeah, I just wish that they handled it within within the framework of the show. They they always steer clear of it to follow up on, and it pisses yeah. me off. So, anyways, yeah. Avon basically says I failed. She says I'm heartbroken. They say goodbye at the SUV. Now I could take. Now I could tell you what actually happened. He gets in the SUV and he drives right over to bachelor in paradise and yes, gets ready for that season yeah, he's like Look, um, i don't want to leave mexico he's like if i say <laughs> if i say that i'm willing to get engaged that means i gotta fly back to la i gotta fucking get a suit i gotta do that whole thing he's like if i just say hey no thanks i can kick it here in tulum until it's time for bachelor in paradise to start and so then they go back to la in real time at, at the where at the at the um on uh, at this studio stage and Avon comes on and he does exactly what Zach did, man. He apologizes up and down. I, I blindsided you. I'm super sorry. Um, and he and Rachel have an exchange. Um, and he says something along the lines of, I would have told you about my change in mind before we went and met your family. I just didn't have the opportunity. And like you and I talk about this all the time. What? There are no rules anymore to the show. I know. So don't tell us that you didn't have the opportunity to pull her aside before you went into the family uh, room yeah. and tell her what your change of, of mind was. That's complete bullshit. This it has is nothing like, to do with opportunity. This is like Logan lingering for a month on the wrong team and finally going, hey, yeah, yeah, I just I didn't know. have the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have the opportunity. I actually, I, w- I actually want to tag the other chick more. So can we work that out? Like. <laughs> You had a chance, dude. You wanted to stay on TV. So um, I'm going to sum up the extra time, the extra 12 minutes of of ABC Network's time in the next three minutes because it was a waste. Jesse makes a big deal. This is so dramatic. We need to make sure that our viewers see it. Eric and Gabby have unfinished business, and we've asked the network to give us 12 more minutes. Is that what happened? Because I watch it it afterward on Hulu, so... Ah, I, I so, didn't catch uh, that. Yeah. So Gabby goes to Eric's room. I'm not sure how or why. Is this a new part of the format of the show where before people get engaged or not, before there's a suspense at the proposal site, they get together in a room and they agree to be proposed. They agree to engage. Like it's just a weird thing now. Like wh- where's the nuance in the the suspense if you're just going to go to each other's room? and agree to be engaged in a week. But anyways, Gabby yeah, goes to Eric and, and they, she's trying to seek clarity, you know, and they start hugging and, and everything's good. And then they start getting into the engagement and he pulls what almost every guy in the show seemingly has pulled and was like, Hey, um, I want to keep dating after the show. I want to date you and then get engaged with you. Basically what Avon was saying. And uh, and like three or four other dudes. Um, yes. So basically what happens is she goes to confirm that they'll be engaged in a week, which is weird. Weird. That they put it on camera. And yes. then he tells her it's not going to happen. Yes. She she starts the drama and walking out and crying. I can't believe you would do this to me. And he's an asshole now. Yeah. So it's like that's that's what the extra 12 minutes were. Um, basically Eric following suit with like four other people on this, on this season and saying, I don't know you that much. I love you, I think, but I, I don't really know you and we should probably date after the show. And Gabby's not having it. 
any of it. So next week, guys, yep. the cliffhanger is for the finale is Gabby and Eric. Are they going to be able to pull this thing no. together? The answer is no. And is Rachel and Tino, are they going to be able to get over her course, issues yes. with the family? The answer is yes. And that's the cliffhanger. You guys are lucky. I'm too lazy to go back and look at when I actually, ah. actually predicted exactly what's going to happen. Cause it was at least four episodes ago. Here's, here's my two cents on this. Johnny and the other guy bounce. Cause they know Gabby ain't picking nobody. <laughs> Eric's like, look, he's like, I look like, I look like um, Nick Vile. Maybe I get to the end. I get a podcast out of this. I get a glow up because I look, <laughs> I look, I look like Nick Vile before he got a trainer and a tight leather jacket. Then, but then he goes in. So he's like, I'll, I'll hang to the end. He goes, but also I don't want to, um, I know she's not picking anybody, but she could pivot. So I'm just going to play it like the other guys did and say, Hey, I'm into it, but I'm not getting engaged. Here, here's how you know that Gabby is trying to trying to work the audience. She shows up to his uh, room and go back and rewind it and watch this. Go on your DVR, use your Hulu account like I do. Go on there, and they go to kiss. This is the most unnatural kissing <laughs> that I've ever. This is why I can't watch porno. Apologies to the audience because it just. It's I'm taken out of it because I'm like, oh, this isn't real. These people don't like each other. This she goes to kiss. She kisses Eric in the way my girlfriend kisses me when she's mad at me. <laughs> she wants me to know she's mad at me that I've done. I've done something to hurt her feelings. I go in for a kiss. She kisses me just like Gabby kissed Eric on that show. There is no and this is before he said, I don't want to get engaged. This is. This is such a work. It's such bullshit. Gabby picks no one, as I've predicted. Rachel picks Tino, as I predicted. And I guess we got to wait another week. <laughs> another slog yeah. next week for the yeah. final rose and the after the rose. And maybe we'll get reality Steve on. Oh, that's not a bad idea. I think he's mad at me because I won't watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, well, Steve's got to realize that he's got to move on past Beckner. And start a new podcast with with me and call it Carbone Kai. I do it, and every week do it. Like, there's only how, how many how many Cobra Kai's can you do? How many how much could you talk you about do it? One episode a week. You can get oh, a lot Jesus. of mileage out of that. Oh, no. You could. It's a niche audience. You guys should try it. Have me as a guest. You could find a random dojo in Reseda to be the sponsor. That's that's not a bad idea. Look, reality's big time. Like he's. He's got options. Uh, okay. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. Check in with us next week. We may or may not have Reality Steve on. We'll talk about how this thing ended. We'll talk. Well, maybe we can preview uh, Bachelor in Paradise because that'll be starting soon. Uh, outstanding work as always, Jason. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Lifestyle.com. We will see you next time. Chilling in the mansion outside's the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne. We got 32 girls who get to hometown and who's the most hated, who had the best date and who's getting eliminated. We always speculating like you wouldn't believe, but I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle. Lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the
ball of lifestyle, we living it. It's the bachelor lifestyle, we living it. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle.